LAW The Walking Dead comic reviews brought to you by all those people who moved to Hollywood to become famous actors. How's that going? LAW The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead review. citizens to another edition another episode of <gasps> liw the walking dead comic review chapter nine here we remain god that was a lot of breath um so here we are the prison just collapsed guys shit hit the fan half of our cast just died in about three pages it was fucking nuts right uh so if I, I really hope you're following along, you're reading the comic then this, because um, if you go out of order, you're going to get spoilers. Um, so you're not going to know that Rick died while raping Carl to death. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy that that happened? If you haven't read the comic, go back and go back and read. Stop now. Um, for those of you who have read, um, those guys are idiots, right? I can't believe they're gone now. That's good. Um, but if this is your second time back, you're no longer an idiot, so that doesn't apply to you. Does that make sense? It's like it's like a weird time travel thing. Anyway, welcome back if you're just getting back. Uh, this is a good issue. Chapter 8's one of the craziest things I've ever read in a comic. Um, again, not a huge comic guy. So it doesn't really take much. Um, I pretty much only read comics if there's a movie or a TV show. Like, here I am. I'm not going to lie. I, I claim no allegiance to comics at all. I'm a movie guy. Um, I've made that perfectly clear, and why don't you get off my case, okay? No, I... Comics are weird. I do love the subculture that they've crafted for themselves. I don't like how mainstream it's gotten. I would associate myself with comic book fans. Like, I, I like their fans. I like... I don't know, they're just nice fucking people, really. It really, I really hate the sports versus fan... versus comic book thing. I don't get it. It's the exact same thing to me. If you know how many hit points a fucking fake character you made up in a game of whatever the fuck card game you play that Magic the Gathering it's the exact same thing as knowing how many yards this person got in this game versus this team on this Sunday like it doesn't, it's the same fucking thing it's just the different side of the coin pretty much for me with that being said I do like both I like sports like right now I'm wearing a Derrick Rose jersey and I'm talking about comics so here I am I, I, I like both I like both sides of that I don't see a difference at all it's just something else to you know be fanatic about, really. It's, that's all it is. I wish people would just realize that more often. Um, at one time I went to the... I usually don't tell stories during this show. I just reveal the comic, but here we go. Um, this is more like the Phoenix West show right now. This uh, One time I went to uh, FanFest. Me and Bree went to FanFest. It was at the Arizona Cardinal Stadium, which I think is called something else. I don't fucking remember. Um, who cares? I think it's called the University of Phoenix Stadium, actually, which is very confusing because they... They're an online school. I don't think they play online football there. Maybe they play like fantasy football there on every Saturday. I don't know. Anyway, um, we, they had the fan fest there, and so the entire where the field should be it was um, comic books and comic book artists and all this shit. And it was the coolest thing comic book related I've ever done because it was just people pitching out their comics, you know, and they're like shirts they made and artwork they made, and it was fucking really cool. I got so much artwork. I got. We got a Ghostbusters every character and their own thing. They're all hand drawn. I'm not hand drawn in these, but you know they were hand drawn originally, and then copies were made. 
Um, it was it was great. I I love the I love that place. But it was I was sitting there thinking. I'm like, wow, this is the nicest fan fest I've ever been to. I've been to Comic Con in Chicago and just a bunch of them. So I'm just sitting there going like, wow, I this is weird that it's inside the stadium full of people who would beat the shit out of these people if they really could. And I don't get it because they're all the fucking same. It's just one's more aggressive, really. That's really it. I don't, I don't get the the rivalry. And I think it's starting to turn the tide where you can be more of a fan of sports and um, comic book stuff. I don't. Comic-Con's almost not even for comic books anymore. It's for movies and TV shows and people to sell their toys. Toys are coming back. I'm in the... I definitely am looking up around this uh, studio office. I'm definitely in the um, grouping where we're not millennials and we're not uh, Gen Xers. We're in this weird thing where I don't, I don't, I didn't grow up on computers, um, but I, I know them because I eventually did when I was kind of hitting puberty. I was getting teenage computers, which was not a good age to get a computer, really. Um, But I, I. we're, I could I consider it the nostalgia generation. Anyone born like from eighty ah, three to ninety three is this weird gap. It's just it's like we just love seeing having things from our childhood and how great it was. I fucking hated my childhood, but I still have a a shelf shelves full of Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles and shit like that. Batman. I have a Batman bobblehead that takes up an entire shelf. The whole bobblehead collection. It's fucking sad. Um, I have those little pop finals guys. The whole Ghostbuster collection. Um, the entire collection. That is not. I'm not missing any. I just bought the old. Bought. What am I from Jersey? I bought. Um, I'm a Midwest guy. That was hard. Oh man, that was brutal. I just got the uh, original Ecto One car. I bought it for $3 or something, $2 or something like that from this place. And it comes with no doors. It doesn't have any doors left. Nothing. It's gutted. It looks like a demoed car. And I still fucking bought it because I was like, oh, shit, I want one of those. Like, I haven't seen one of those since I was a kid. And I got it. And just looking around this room, it's all Star Trek and like Batman and Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles. I got a, a Hellraiser from Hellraiser 2 or 3. I forget which one. He's with a little pinhead holding the cube and some of those pop vinyls. And he looks adorable. It's, it, I can't believe they made him adorable. Um, I guess the reason I'm doing this little intro is because this chapter is so... It's good. Don't get me wrong. I love all the chapters in this book. But it's not a whole lot going on because it's the, kind of the aftermath, the afterbirth, if you will, of... That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I just wanted to use the word afterbirth. It's the aftermath of what happened at the prison, so it's kind of like the... Uh, there's a, a chapter... What? Seven was called the calm before. This should be called the calm after instead of here we remain. Because they don't remain there. They're somewhere else. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I stand with the comic book sports thing. So two days ago was the Back to the Future 10, 21, 15 thing. Um, it was crazy. I'm going to talk about this in the Phoenix West show too in this upcoming week. But I was just confused because the USA Today, me and Brent, he's uh, the number two here at the studio, we spent hours going around separately and looking for the USA Today with the Marty McFly arrested thing. And we could not find anything. And 
this is on the 21st, so Wednesday, right? So we're going around, going around. I'm like, what the fuck? Where is it? And we saw it online. I'm like, and then someone had the the, uh, the brain power to zoom in on the image, and it was like, oh, it says the 22nd. And we're like, fucking why? So I waited up to like 3 in the morning, went to a store and bought a couple. And he did the same thing, and we ended up having two each. <laughs> we didn't tell each other. Um, that's the power of communication, kids. If you're a kid and you're listening to this, you're a fucking asshole and your parents are assholes. Anyway. Um, so, oh, I could tell that story too, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, first this one, the, they, they released it on the 22nd, the paper. And I'm like, fucking why? That's the day after. Why? It'd be, it'd be funny if they did <clears throat> on the 21st, the doc or the, uh, Marty McFly arrested, whatever, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and then the 22nd, they released the, uh, the one where Biff Tanner and his gang are arrested, you know, for breaking into the whatever, whatever, the police station. That would have been funny. That would have been a good joke. Maybe it's on the inside. I don't know. It was, uh, anyway, I got a copy. I'm going to frame it, put it up in the office, because that's how much I love Back to the Future. I don't love it just because of what yes, two days ago was. I loved... I didn't even need to watch it. That's how much of a fan of Back to the Future I am. I didn't even watch it on that day, because I fucking know it so well. I don't need to watch it. I, I, I'm one of those people who like it more than the first one. And I love the first one. So... I love Back to the Future too. We saw it in the theater recently. We didn't go and see it on the twenty first. Didn't need to. Um, plans didn't work out. I might have gone if you know if the shit had worked out, but you know that's my life. Nothing works out. Anyway, the other thing I was going to mention: went to a comic book shop yesterday where I get all these comics. Um, to be honest, though, I get the Walking Dead books on Amazon because it's twenty five bucks for the hardcovers instead of thirty five anywhere else. Go ahead and go to Amazon if you're looking into that. Um, there's a little bit of advice there. I don't really do advice in a show, but there you go. And also, um, don't fall in love in high school. It's not fucking worth it. Yeah. Um, I really don't, I don't know. I don't know your life. My cousin did it. It worked out very well. Anyway, the, uh, guy behind the counter, I was looking for, I was basically there for <clears throat> Fight Club 2 comics, Fight Club 2. And he's like, oh, Chuck Palahniuk's coming in, you know? We're going to try to get him in here. And I was like, okay, it's a small little shop and in Phoenix, I guess it's in Peoria, I guess, I don't know, I think it's in Phoenix, I'm not really sure how the boundaries lie in this city, they're very confusing sometimes, anyway, um, I find some Ghostbuster comics, I get those, because fuck, why not, there's a new series called Ghostbusters Get Real, so I got, I have no idea what they're about, I just grabbed some, and I found, this is when I found all of the, I wasn't 100% sure what the fuck was happening with the Walking Dead comic? I thought it was just released as half, like as the chapters, you know, you know the ones I do this show on. I didn't realize. I kind of did know before, and I forgot, but I kind of got reacquainted with the situation. Was that they're they're actually comics? Like release, I think each hardcover book has twelve, so each chapter is six comics. And I'm looking through them, and I'm like, these must end at the most boring part points, just randomly ends. And holy shit, how can you imagine? There's 150 some comics out there right now, I think. I think they're 154 or something. Can you imagine? They're $4 each or $3 each. Like, do the fucking math on that. That's crazy expensive for comics. And then if you buy the, the chapter books, and then if you buy these hardcover books, and then if you buy the, the, one, the big thick motherfucker that's paperback, and it's like four or three of however many of those hardcover books, and it's, it's like six chapters or something, the money they must make. Because all I did was buy the uh, Michonne special one-off issue, issue, and then the Michonne, uh, the governor, and Tyrese. 
I was like, yeah, hey, two of these characters are are dead now. So I'll just I'll re- I'll get these and see how they go and review them on here. Um, I haven't read them yet. I'll get to that later. I'm just saying, oh, holy shit, so many fucking comics. Oh my god, there's so many. There's too many. I would say that's so much money you got to spend to get all that. I forget why I started talking about the comic shop and the and the thing. Um, anyway, I bought Ellie her first comic. It was a Powerpuff Girls one. Powerpuff or Powderpuff? I forget which. Again, don't know. Um, she loved it. She read it. I think it's Powerpuff, right? Powerpuff. All right, they have powers and puff or whatever. I don't. I don't know. Fuck it. I think it's that what it is. She loved it. It was cool. Um, Why did I bring this up? Who knows? Um, let's get to the comic. Um, this shows up and it starts off with my Michonne. She's off on her own. She's on the yard for the prison. She stabs Tyrese in the head and some other dude from the, the Woodbury. I don't know. We didn't get a name, so I couldn't cross off a name from Woodbury. That would have been nice if it was like a wrestler or the fighter. Eugene, the, the fighter, or whatever his name was. I'm realizing this list I have of alive characters, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get to cross off these names. Like Miss Williams, I still have, still have on here. And I don't know if she's ever going to come back. I, so, some of them I don't we don't know the fate of, so I just have to leave them on here. Um, I think at some point I will just cross them off and put them dead in the issue they were last seen in, and I'll put a question mark behind that, so I'll have a note. <clears throat> Excuse me, not really sure, and it's getting weird at this point because some of these characters we're not going to see again. Like I don't think I'm going to see Miss Williams again. I had to guess that her son died because they also named him what, Christopher or something. Who fucking knows? Anyway. Rick and Carl find a house, and they search it, and they're going to stay there. Rick's really woozy because he was, was he shot? Yeah, he was shot in the stomach before, and his wife died, and his baby died. Or Shane's baby, Shane's fucking dirty, dirty baby. Um, Rick passes out for four days that they show in the comic. And Carl goes through this whole phase of, he's really like, wake up, Dad, wake up. And then... uh it kind of transitions into, all right, I'll go out and get something, and he kills three zombies, and he's very proud of himself, and comes back and tells Rick all about it. And then uh, he's helping his dad get better a little bit, but first he's like, I don't fucking need you anymore, man. I don't need you. You can't save anybody. You can't save anyone. Ah. He does a teenage thing, even though he's eight or nine now. And Rick is not looking so well, and I liked what they did. In, I liked it in the show a little more, because you could hear it. and yeah, It is more visual, more audible i guess obviously because that's what those mediums are this is more just a couple shot a couple panels but rick they, you start to think he's a zombie and at this point after how many characters they killed in the last chapter you almost are like wow they killed rick oh no he's oh okay they keep doing it where he looks like he's coming back to life as a zombie he's like Ugh, but really he's just waking up from a coma basically so if you're if, if you're doing the coma tally I think we're at like four now, right, for Rick? Motherfucker takes a coma every, like, people take naps. Here's the thing. They keep showing him not sleeping, and he keeps going, I can't even sleep. I can't sleep. Motherfucker, you're just saving up your, your fucking sleep acorns like a, some sort of hoarding squirrel. Maybe that's why you fucking take a coma every month. Maybe you should just sleep like a normal person, and then when you get stabbed, you're just going to be like, oh, that's, that's just a stab wound. I don't need to go ahead and pass out for a fucking week. Uh, whatever, Rick. You do your own thing. I, I don't want to judge you like everybody else. <sighs> anyway, so uh, they leave the house. They're going to leave the house and go look for something a little safer. And then Rick hears a phone ring. 
which is totally what would happen in the apocalypse with no power in the house. That should be the first clue. Um, he, he starts talking to him. He's a woman on it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go with you. And he's like, oh, whoa, we need to get to know you first. We don't, we don't know you. And he's like, all right, well, they keep saying they'll call, they're going to call back, and they'll keep chatting. And then um, he, he's getting excited. He's like, we'll go somewhere. And he's like, if you don't let us in, or let us, I'm sorry, I'm really antsy. I just want to keep my boy alive. If you don't let us in, we're going we're gonna to die, or we're going to move on, and we're not going to be able to call you. I'll bring the phone, but maybe I'll or give me your number. I'll, maybe I'll call you later. And... Um, um, him and, what the fuck? Oh, this is when, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm a little confusing how it works. Anyway, I'll just skip that, and then we'll get there. Um, eventually Rick finds out that it's Lori on the phone, because she's like, it's Lori. So that's really the whole reveal there, because it's a comic book, they're not, subtlety's not exactly the most, the easiest thing to get across in a comic book, because what you see is what there is. Um, anyway, he see. He looks around and he sees the phone's unplugged and uh, obviously because it's Lori and she's dead. She got blown away by both Shane and the governor's lady. Anyway, I was like, that shouldn't be the first clue. The first clue should be the fact that there's no fucking power on in this house. I get that you're grieving and kind of crazy. If you hear construction noise in the back, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about that. So deal with it. It's not that bad. Get over it. Um, it's bothering me, that's why I said it. I'm basically yelling at myself. Um, Rick and Carl leave, he takes a phone with him. Um, they see some dude outside, well, this is why they're hunting. They, glasses getting eaten, they make a big fucking deal out of it, I'm not sure why, because later on when they're leaving, he's teaching Carl to drive, Carl hits that guy, that zombie. And I was like, that didn't really add anything. But they find his, because the car they're driving is his, and Carl goes... I can't believe he just left a car like this. When he just left the door open and the car, the keys in the car. I don't wonder why, how the hell he got attacked out there. And, and Rick's like, Carl, he didn't get attacked. He, uh, and Carl goes, oh, he did, like, like Carol. Okay. So he realized that the dude killed himself, basically. Um, Rick runs up ahead to talk on the phone. I'm not really sure why, um, why he ran up ahead. Michonne saves Carl. She shows up out of nowhere. That's what Michonne does. She she moves in the shadows. That's not a racist reference, okay? She shows up. She, uh... Let's see. Maggie and Glenn arrive on horse eventually. And, the, and it looks weird. And like, I was like, what's the matter? You don't recognize this? And they take him... And they're like, We're, we've been staying at Herschel's farm. And I'm like, Herschel's dead. And Maggie's right there. Maggie's Herschel's daughter. Go ahead and call it Maggie's farm. Her dad just died. Just died. Actually, she she just finds out right now that he dies. I forgot. Um, and Billy, she finds out that Herschel, <clears throat> her her padre, her the head of her household, her father died, and also Billy, her only remaining sibling. So for those of you keeping score of this, Herschel's kids are now down to just Maggie. All of them have died, every single one of them, and those are. Sean, Lacey, Arnold, Rachel, Susie, and now Billy. Billy's fucking dead. Um, this poor fucking kid. Um, she can't get a break. She, every every week a relative dies. Um, she has it worse. Herschel had it worse originally. Now she has it worse. Um, the worst. Um, Sophia doesn't remember Carol at all. She thinks Maggie's her mom. 
which is a bit weird. She like literally doesn't remember at all. She's like, no, Maggie's my mama. And Carl's all freaked out, and Rick has, Rick has to talk some sense into him. Um, let's see here. Rick tells Dale he doesn't want to make any decisions anymore. He basically is like, I'm a terrible person at this. I've gotten everybody killed. <clears throat> I don't want to do it anymore. So whatever you say, if you say we stay here on Herschel's farm, we stay on Maggie's farm now. Maggie's Farm sounds like a CCR song from 1972, right? Um, if they, he's like, if you want to stay here, we'll stay here. If you want to go, we'll go. I'm, I'm done making decisions. I got everybody killed. He's, he's blaming himself for the next couple chapters. That's what the phone's about. He thinks it's him t- trying to talk himself out of the guilt. Because um, Rick and Michonne have this little thing back and forth about how they still talk to the dead. Michonne still talks to her ex-boyfriend. And Rick talks to his wife on the phone, and he's like, I know she's not there, but and it makes me feel better. And they're like, oh, let's not tell anybody. Um, when they're at the farm, this is when Abraham, Eugene, and Rosita, Rosita show up. Um, major characters from here on out, from as far as where I am on the comic. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but they're major characters. They are. Just go ahead and face that. If you've seen the show, they, they look like that, pretty much. Um, Abraham's this big, beefy dude. He basically replaces Tyrese. Tyrese is a big badass that beat people with his, beat zombies with his fists, you know, and, or a hammer. Abraham's kind of the same thing. He's a military dude, huge. Um, Rosita is this um, J-Lo type girl. She's got the hat, a little visor hat thing. She's got the short shorts. She's got the shirt tied halfway up above her navel. Um, just almost showing tits and ass, you know, TNA. She's, um, I'm guessing Hispanic, going off the name, Rosita. Um, anyway, they show up. There's a big back and forth about who should surrender and blah, blah, blah. It goes nowhere for a couple pages and then zombies show up. And it was very confusing the way they drew it. I, I don't complain much about how they draw or write. I, sometimes I, write about, I complain about the writing, but it's more about how the comics are, how a, just in comics in general are set up. Like, you have to almost say, I am feeling sad. You, it's, I get that. I'm not blaming Robert Kirkman at all for some of that stuff. Like, the governor talks very, very villain. Like, he's, I am a villain. Like, stuff like that, almost. Um, but no, I'm just saying, the, when the zombies show up on the farm right here, during when Abraham arrives, it's very confusing where they're coming from. Um, they needed, like, a small wide shot, because I didn't understand anything. I was like... Wait, who's coming in? And I, I thought they were done. And then I was like, oh, there's more. Wait, where are they? I can't figure out what's happening. Am I in a dream world now? That one of them, does, is this another coma for Rick? Am I, did I fall into his coma, like Nightmare on Elm Street type thing? I don't get it. Is this Inception? I couldn't figure it out. And who cares? It's just, maybe it's just me. I don't know. They describe, eventually they all kill the zombies, obviously. And then they describe to them that they're going to Washington. Um... Eugene knows what caused all this. He's a scientist for blah, blah, blah. He's got this clearance and yada, yada. Works for the government. The government's still operating. Or so he tells them that they need to get there. Um, and they all tag along. In the morning, they're all going to go. You know, the whole group, our group, our, our familiar friends. Um, so, but they're going to go to Washington, D.C. and stay there. And that's the plan. We're going to go save humanity. And I think this is... Because this issue was already out when the show started, right? 
I think that's why they went to the CDC and detoured in the first season. I don't know. That was weird. Maybe it wasn't out by then. I don't know. But when I heard this, when I read the comic, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, this feels familiar. I'm like, I mean, CDC thing. I guess. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What, what do you want to, what do you want to talk about here? Hmm. Yeah, nothing. That's what I thought. I talk about what I want to talk about. God damn it. Oh, I'm sorry for lashing out. I love you. Uh, anyway, Abraham describes herds to them as like, hey, well, if, if one's going to come because we just shot guns and killed the zombies. So if one, if a herd shows up, it's fucking dangerous. And he describes like, like they'll, I like the way he describes it a lot. He's like, one will brush up against the door, and then if the other one sees it, you know, the first one just brushes up against the door because it hit it, but it keeps walking. And then the second one sees that, though, and takes it as like, oh, there's something in there. So the second one starts pounding on the door, and then the, the first one hears that and starts pounding on the door, and then they all start pounding on the door, and they don't even know why. And then, but I like that he's like, you know, if they hear the gunshot, they'll all start walking this way, and then eventually... Like one starts walking this way, and then another one joins it, and then it hits a third one, and then that one joins it, and then it's just a big group coming toward you, toward just walking towards a gunshot they don't even remember. Basically, I like that. I like that phrase. It's it's an interesting description of zombies. I like it. Um, Maggie's losing it. She um, she's she lost her family. She's starting to go a little crazy. She doesn't want to talk to Glenn anymore. Really. And she's kind of shutting off, pretty much, because she's lost her entire family. I get it. I really do. Um, so in the morning, they hit the road to D.C., and that's where the comic ends, okay? And if you're keeping track, the group now has 13. 13 people in this group, and that's it. Um, I feel, The thing they do with the comic is they'll lose three and pick up six, and then they'll lose three, and then they'll or lose six, and then they'll pick up 14, and they just kind of like, I think he likes to keep the number around a dozen of main characters, or not main characters, just people in the group. And so that's where we're here. We're at 13. It's gonna, it'll pick up more later, and then they'll quickly get rid of them. Because it's just too many fucking characters to keep track of, first of all. Ah, coffee. Anyway, um, that's it for this issue. Issue? Podcast? Whatever it is. Until next time, I am Phoenix West uh, for the LIW, the Walking Dead comic review. I almost said the comic review. The comic dead walking review. Um, it's where I read comics and while walking in the woods, and I review them into a microphone that's not plugged in, like Rick. It's a fun show. I like it. It's a good time. That's only shared by me because it's not recorded. Um, yeah, go to loitingwonderland.com. Check out all the shows. Buy a book. We have t-shirts and merchandise available sometimes. Sometimes. Not right now, but we just did. And we're getting shirts in the mail here soon. Anyway, go to LordingWonderland.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LAW Podcast. Um, what else we got? What else we got, guys? We got... Um, I was just going to say something, but I forgot. So, Oh, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. We are on the YouTubes. Not RedTube yet. Yet. Stay tuned for that. When we get cameras, we will be on RedTube. Um, you can jerk jerk away to your heart's desire. Whatever you need to do. It's your life. I don't judge you. I have a sexy voice. Like, what can I say, you know? Um, so until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens.